1: Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm sharing visualizations to help with overwhelm. Hello, y'all. I hope that you were doing well and taking really great care of yourselves because you deserve that. This week, I had a lot of fun in Patreon answering questions about overwhelm. Overwhelm is the number one struggle and complaint for highly sensitive people, and it makes sense. We have sensitive nervous systems. We are paying attention to so much. We notice things. We pick up on all of it kind of whether we like it or not. It's also true that it is no exaggeration that we are living in the most overwhelming time that humans have ever experienced. Generations past certainly had hardships that we haven't and might not ever feel. That's true. But past generations had a simplicity that we as highly sensitive people, whether we consciously realize it or not, crave. Tech advancement is responsible for much of it. As much as tech helps us, man, does it add the struggle. How about applying for a job now versus 40 years ago? Generations past, you'd walk into a place, talk to a manager or the owner, and get hired on the spot. Or not, and then you'd walk into another place and do that again until you got a job. You might fill out an application. You might not. Today, it's not uncommon for people to fill out over a hundred resumes and never get an interview or to have to take multiple employment tests, jump through so many hoops. Lots of people have five interviews and still find out that they didn't get the job. Our email inboxes, some of us have thousands and thousands and thousands of emails We have to deal with customer service for so many things. Cell phones that didn't even exist 40 years ago. Even paying attention to things like recycling, separating our trash and our garbage. Generations before didn't have to do that. They didn't think about it. Even thinking about things like self-protection, always putting on our seatbelts, locking our kids into the safety seats, things that earlier generations, right, wrong, or otherwise just didn't have on their plates to think about. Even things like sunblock for skin cancer protection. It was ultimately unhealthy, but people from generations past, they didn't bat an eye. They didn't really think about it, so they just slathered on baby oil and fried themselves at the beach, happy as a clam to emerge with beautiful bronzed skin. We have entered an age of safetyism in an effort to make all of us safer, And make us feel safer but it's kind of a trap because this lens of trying to make everything safe means that we're seeing how unsafe everything is and that makes it an anxious plight not a calm centered grounded one so we may have more to be scared of more to fear more to manage than humans have ever had to before in history In the Patreon Overwhelm live stream, I ran out of time because I got so excited sharing. And there were some visualizations that I didn't get a chance to do. This episode is about those visualizations. If overwhelm is as big of a topic in your life as I'm saying it is for highly sensitive people in general, that may be a reason to get you to finally check out our Patreon It will add to this episode to be able to go into what's happening to our nervous system when we're in overwhelm as children and as adults as we're trying to heal. I give some language about how to hold space for your inner child in the face of this overwhelm. To be able to employ these visualizations that I'm about to share with you, we must kind of agree on some things about overwhelm. The first thing Is we've got to agree that the to-do list is almost never done So we need to stop living like we're constantly failing And accept that a few things can get done each day and some days not even that And we've got to be willing to accept that reality daily over and over and over and over again second thing We've got to be able to agree that it's not right to live inside of an overwhelmed feeling constantly. It does not make sense to expect our body to feel that constantly and also expect it to feel healthy or rested. It's an exhausting energy. If we accept this, then we can also accept that we need to cultivate ways to teach ourselves how to feel contained and use containers. Now, what that means is that Everything can't be held all at once, just like in a disorganized closet. And so we need to, just like that closet, put things into proper containers. We can't hold everything in one giant container and feel sorted. It's even hard to find the things in that closet that are useful when it's all a big old mess, isn't it? So we get organizational containers. What highly sensitive person doesn't like containers and organization and this might be why because we feel so internally overwhelmed the third thing we've got to agree on to be able to utilize these visualizations is that the world invites overwhelm almost constantly if you believe this then it can be true that we get a little stubborn and we can say to ourselves i cannot and will not wait for the world to chill out and ease up I recognize the ridiculousness in this expectation because it's never happened for me, not one time. So I can accept this reality and then I can work with this reality. When we do this, we are practicing radical personal responsibility. And we often do that not from some joy-filled place, but from a place of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of feeling that damn constant overwhelm. Because that is survival mode. We cannot feel that overwhelmed and also feel like we're thriving. We can use our stubbornness here to stubbornly refuse to let our one precious life be drowned by this awful, unfair, overwhelmed feeling. So if you can get on board with all of that, then I think these visualizations can help. And these visualizations, they're very similar to each other. And they all work to do virtually the same thing to teach our psyche that we really do have the control that we think we don't have and to be able to learn, to step into that control of this overwhelm. I suggest at first practicing the one or two that your inner child likes when he or she hears me speak about these visualization techniques and the way that you know is that you listen, And you pay attention to your body, as I'm sharing, and you can feel your inner child go, ooh, ah, I like that one. It'll spark you. It'll excite you a little teeny bit. It'll make you perk up a little bit, maybe pay a little better attention. That's a good sign that your inner child is into it. And then you can practice the others at another time to grow this mind muscle Of owning and containing life's constant overwhelm. So, if you will, I invite you to center, to close your eyes. This isn't a long meditation, it's just we're gonna go through some different visualizations. So, just let go of thinking about the past or thinking about the future. Just be right where you are in this moment. And if you're driving, come back later to have this moment with me again. Take a few breaths. And visualize all of your struggles, all of the overwhelm, like a big cloud of all the things right in front of you. And just see it for a moment. Be the observer. Like, huh, isn't that interesting? That big old giant cloud of nonsense? And then you can visualize or you can do it in your body in real time. Take a big, deep breath And blow like you are a strong wind. And you have the power to blow that cloud of overwhelm out and away. Goodbye. Smile a little bit and take a deep breath. Allow any voices, any critical voice that starts to chatter, just turn the volume down on that critical voice. Because, man, does that critical voice like to say, yeah, right, that doesn't make all the things go away. You still have to do all those things. No wonder we feel so overwhelmed when that voice feels entitled to just jabber and jabber and jabber. All right, let's try another one. Visualize your overwhelm. Maybe it's like a big old cloud again all the things, maybe it's two or three big things that are sticking out in your life right now and you see those things standing in front of you. Take a deep breath and just watch those things for a moment. See them, observe them. Notice that they're not inside of you, they're outside of you. It's nice to see them from the inside being outside of you, isn't it? Away from you, a little bit of distance. Now, all of a sudden, notice in your hands, in your mind's eye, a giant fire hose. And when you're ready, take a deep breath and blast that overwhelm away. Right now is a container of peace. My personal space is filled with peace and peace alone. There is no to-do list. There is just being. It is right But I get to just be sometimes. Take a deep breath and feel that.
0: Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties, Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms.
1: Come back to center and we're going to visualize the same thing again. Third technique I'm giving you, visualize what you visualize and allow it to be your own. You're not doing it wrong if you visualize differently than what my words are suggesting. Honor who you are and honor where your mind takes you at my prompts. It's exactly right. Now in this visualization, we're going to see the size of the overwhelm. How big is it? However big it is in this moment, I want you to know that you have the power to shrink it. Make it a little bit smaller. Take another breath and make it even smaller. And smaller. And smaller, and smaller, and smaller, and smaller, and smaller, until it disappears. Poof. And take a deep breath. Feel the peace, the space you just created for yourself. That to-do list will be there tomorrow, for another day, because tomorrow is the container There was enough contained today. It's right that we fill the rest of the container of today with peace. The last visualization that I'm going to share with you is one that I have shared in an earlier long meditation. So some of you may recognize it. It may invite you to go back to that meditation. But I want you to visualize a television, a big old giant television And even if you've never had it on your own TV, do you know what picture-in-picture is? There's the big giant screen, and then in a little bitty corner, there's a different screen playing in the little corner. Now for this visualization, I want you to see all your stress, everything that could possibly stress you out on the big giant TV screen. Let it just show up there, a movie of your overwhelm, and just watch it for a moment. Again, observing, stepping back, witnessing it outside of you instead of inside and enveloped all over you. I'm going to count down three, two, one. And when I do, I want you to flip flop the pictures. The big giant overwhelmed picture becomes the little teeny tiny picture in the corner. Three, two, one the big screen, now black and dark, because it doesn't have any overwhelm. Now fill it with light, with ease, with happiness. Maybe it's bright white light. Maybe it's a happy balloon. Maybe it's a beach. Maybe it's a birthday cake. What makes you happy? Maybe it's your pet, your loved one. Three, two, one. Flip the pictures, let the overwhelm be big and giant and let the joy, the peace, the ease be the little teeny tiny picture. Notice what happens when you step back and watch all that big giant stress, all of that overwhelm on the big giant screen and the peace, the joy in the little bitty picture in picture box. Three, two, one, flip it. Let the big giant picture be your peace your ease. Notice the overwhelm, teeny tiny, little bitty block, little bitty portion of that screen. Just notice what that feels like to have the control and the power to minimize the overwhelm and to maximize joy and peace. I want to take a moment to acknowledge those of you who have taken your precious important time to get on iTunes and write us a review. This really is a huge part of helping us with this show. Every time one of you writes a five-star review, you are helping us work that funky iTunes algorithm. And we can't work it. We can't work it at all. You work that funky iTunes algorithm. And when you do, I promise you that's not about stroking my ego or my team's That's about working that algorithm so that iTunes suggests the show to more and more people. There is rarely a day that goes by that me and the team do not receive feedback from people that basically say, holy cow, I had no idea I was a highly sensitive person. I feel less crazy. Thank you. Sure, we put out the show, but that can't happen without your help. I want to thank you. E. Jatkins, one, two, three. They wrote, Nikki shares her knowledge and experience in a genuine and caring format. The podcasts are short and informative. I can listen to one episode on my way to the store, work, or meeting. The content is spot on, and I actually feel better about myself in just 10 to 15 minutes. Wonderful. Thank you so very much. I want to thank GSNDBF, who wrote, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are the mentor, friend, and therapist I've always been looking for. I feel less alone. And no, I'm not the only one feeling this way. Your show always teaches me something and raises my vibration. Thank you so much, Nikki. You are helping me so much on my spiritual journey. I am sending you a giant hug. Thank you for the love and thank you for helping somebody else find me. Light and love. I want to thank Aunt Sill. Aunt Sill says, life-changing. Nikki has absolutely changed my life by helping me knit together so many of my experiences, reactions, and discoveries from a decade of therapy. I feel seen, understood, supported, empowered, and honestly just held every time I listen to a new episode. I am honored that you are out there listening, and I am so glad to be on the planet with other people who are seeking betterment and ease and peace. And joy. This is how we honor and respect our one precious life, y'all. Thank you for being on the planet with me. I want to thank, oh my God, it's Albs. What a great name. I think I might know who this is personally. Thank you for writing a review. This person says, I stumbled across this podcast and have never been so thankful. I felt so wrong and misunderstood my whole life. It's so powerful to listen to you. And you say exactly what I feel, see, know, and have gone through. I found your social media and found out you are in Denver as well. I was meant to find you. Oh, I do know who this is. I love you, Albs. I was meant to find you and I feel so empowered and positive for my future. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you so much. You know I love you and I'm so proud of you. I want to thank... Bethy B Confident 7, nice name, Bethy. Bethy says, so good. I came across this podcast only yesterday and I've received so much insight from it into areas I've struggled emotionally and mentally throughout my life. There's so much more I could say, but just really want to share that what you speak really does help me see the obstacles that have caused me to stumble that I haven't been able to see before. Thank you so much for that beautiful insight. I know it's helping somebody else Find me and find the show for the very same reason. Thank you for taking your time and your energy to help us, helping you, helping other people. All right, I'm gonna read one more. I wanna thank Lisa the HAs. Lisa says, this empath, HSP's appreciation. I've only just discovered this podcast and I've already gained so much. So thankful for its insights into the hearts and minds of HSPs and empaths. I wish I would have had all these insights growing up, but I'm thankful for them now. Thank you, Lisa. That is honestly why I originally wanted to do the show. So much of what I talk about and bring to you, y'all, it's not rocket science. It's just that none of us had anybody to come explain life to our little highly sensitive, highly observant selves. Thank you so much for being out there listening to me. Seriously, every time you listen, every time you click, every time you share the show, every time one of you comes on Patreon and throws us five bucks or ten bucks and asks a question on the live stream, you are helping us expand. You really, really are. We cannot do it without you. This is a group effort. Having the show has changed my life. And it has given me a place to put all of this that I I feel inside of me that I have at times desperately wanted to get out into the world to help as many people as possible. I genuinely wish I could send a hug out to every single one of you. I'm thinking about that right now. So if you're hearing this and energetically willing to receive a hug from me, I am sending it to you with everything that I've got. If you are struggling a lot in life, I want you to know to hang tight. Life gets better. And there were times in my life where I really did not think it was possible to heal my nervous system. And with everything I got, I swear to you, we can all heal our nervous systems. We can all heal our nervous systems. Don't lose hope and don't lose faith. It's long, slow work. Because our nervous systems learned how to be in fight or flight when we were very little and when we were developing. Yes, that makes it a little harder, but yes, it is definitely possible to heal. And all you have to do is lean into this work and keep working it because it's worth it. I will be right here next time with a brand new episode. I am an emotional badass. You were an emotional badass, and together we are where Moxie meets, mindful. Light and love, and thank you for holding space for me when I get emotional too. I hope it gives you permission to show up as the emotional being you remain to be in this world. The world needs us to normalize feeling, you guys. Light and love. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.